0: Welcome to 81 Points, where we talk about all things Lakers, hosted by two guys named Chris. Welcome back to another episode of 81 Points, we're back again talking about the 6-1 and one Lakers, first place in the NBA. First place in the NBA. It's been a while since we've been able to say that. It's been a
1: while for us to even say that we um that we've won 6 in a row.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's the first time since uh 2011, I believe. March 2011, right? I think Yeah. It. Yeah, so that's crazy. It's I mean that's a long time. That, our
1: our lives are very different.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was a uh you were, we were much younger, yeah. <laughs> you know. You were a single guy, man. I, was a single I, don't, guy, I don't I don't even yeah. think you
1: you I don't even think you met Yeah, you didn't you didn't even you hadn't met your wife yet either, right? Yeah, I mean
0: it was we're talking about 8 years ago. That's crazy. Right. So Yeah, that's crazy. That's how long it's been since uh, we've had a team that's looked the way this team has looked, you know.
1: And we are looking damn good, you know.
0: Yeah, so uh I think uh I think since we last recorded, this was prior to the this little three-game road trip that the Lakers had, and uh, yeah, they came away with all three wins, which was quite surprising to me. You know? Was it surprising, though? Yeah, I think it was. I was mean, it? Okay. Just for any team in the NBA to win three straight on the road, I think it's pretty difficult.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, those those teams were not good. But, yeah, I I, I see your point. I see your
0: point. I mean, a road
1: trip is still a road trip. Um, I guess my expectations have already been, I think, by, like, game three, my expectations... I guess, so, yeah, right before this road trip, essentially, my expectations were pretty much solidified that this was, you know, just one of those teams that a a legit contender... um, the top two three favorites and we were not going to lose games that we shouldn't be losing
0: i i you know i i think i wanted to see it happen on the road first sure i jumped to that conclusion sure yeah, yeah yeah because you know a, as we know like player teams they they look much different on the road especially like the role players so yeah i wanted to see how they looked uh,
1: i mean especially just historically we're talking about laker favorites like laker juggernaut teams we have a propensity to kind of uh you know, you harken back to the Shaq Kobe days. We, just you know, motivation has always been sort of a thing. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah. You know, speaking of motivation, I feel like this team is very hungry, like a lot hungrier than a lot of even some of the championship teams that we've seen. You know, because yeah, I, I yeah, the three-peat years. Like after that first one, it, I mean, Shaq Shaq and Kobe basically would. Did, did their little load management on themselves you know and we'll, we'll talk about load management later on it's <laughs> gonna but, be a theme, um, you know they yeah they didn't really give it their all in every regular season game and i think that was something that we got used to with yeah. shaq and kobe and then yeah. even with like kobe and powell that second go around it wasn't like they were going all out for for wins but i feel like this team is going all out right now yeah you
1: know um
0: it's 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 interesting you know the
1: um the makeup of a championship roster it's sometimes you just really can't plan for something like that you know what I mean um, when you look at teams that win championships and you look at why and how that team construct, got constructed a lot of times yeah you come in with a with a plan but a lot of times just it comes together because of circumstances you know mm. and this is a team of circumstances like why do we have Dwight Howard on this team it's because DeMarcus Cousins went down. Yeah. You know? And why is this team so hungry? Because you got guys like Dwight Howard who's trying to prove something. Because you got guys like LeBron who wants to prove that he's once again the best player in the NBA. Uh, Anthony Davis who Hashtag feels... Hashtag Washington. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis who feels like, you know, I'm, I'm finally in a big market. I'm finally not going to be the, uh, the forgotten superstar, you know, um, taking his rightful place as one of the top two, three... You know stars in the league so yeah i mean this team is poised to really all, all the everything is in place you know all the pieces are in place and um in terms of talent in terms of mentality uh motivation so um i still think that we're one piece away i think you feel the same way too um our theme is you know we, we really want you know Iggy. i
0: could be convinced either way but yeah i'm leaning more towards we need i mean yeah hashtag for yegi for sure. yeah so um but you know right now it's just
1: it's hard to have any complaints you know
0: yeah so uh we won these past three road games right uh dallas san antonio and chicago uh what well let's talk about our overall impressions of, of, of this three game road sweep and I don't know. You you saw all three games. Uh, what what which one was your favorite game to watch? The most entertaining, in your mind, and uh, let's talk about what our overall thoughts were from what we saw from these guys.
1: Yeah, you know, I thought my favorite game was the Chicago game because I thought that was sort of the culmination of like that's when I think when I really thought okay, we we might actually have something here, you know? Because this is the thing about championship type rosters is that and you talked about it a little bit earlier in the pod about how, like, you know, um, when you're on the road, it's no matter what, it's always hard to win games, you know? Mm-hmm. it's. I mean, these are the, the greatest players on earth, right? For, on earth, for the, like the most select um, athletes, right? So you're going to have some variants. But the championship rosters that can not look their best be down big and yet still eke out a win to me that is a big sign of like all right this team is this team might be something
0: yeah not only did they eke out the win but i i think that chicago game you know they started the fourth quarter down 13 and then just immediately like in a minute they went on like a 16-0 run and a lot of that almost all i think all of it was with lebron and ad on the bench so that yeah you know, was a really good sign um you know you and i we've been uh, discussing our feelings on kakuzman what we've uh, how we felt he's looked so far and you know things were not looking good things were looking terribly things were looking game. grim yeah for about, really bad you know yeah and and i attribute uh, you know i i want to give him the benefit of the doubt and attribute that to him just having rust and need to work himself back into, you know, NBA playing shape. Mm -hmm. But he did what he does in the fourth quarter. I think he's one of the more streakier scorers in the NBA. You know, he can really get on a roll. And that's kind of like the mark of a like a bench scorer, you know, like a six man. Like a Lou Williams. Yeah, that's like a very Lou Williams ish ish quality to him. And I mean, you know, it he poured it on at the right time and the lakers pulled out a win against a chicago team and you know if you were on twitter throughout that game yesterday uh the laker haters were in full force you know throughout uh, the first three quarters of that game and they were really you know uh, letting us hear it you know and then uh which is gonna happen the whole year yeah we were you know the we were able to flip the script on them and uh you know a lot of other fan bases may Say how insufferable the Lakers fan base is, but I mean, you haven't seen anything yet. I think we're 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 starting to, you know, see the beginnings of how obnoxious the Lakers fan base can be. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit that there's a good percentage of the Lakers <laughs> hey, fan base is extremely. Hey, you better obnoxious. be very
1: careful, man, because the people that are
0: listening right now is exactly what you're. <laughs> Look, I I I mean. No disrespect, Lakers fans. <laughs> there are so many Lakers fans. You saw it in the get Bulls game, right? You, you heard, you heard the Lakers fans in the United Center. It was like, yeah, they travel very well because there's so many Lakers fans. And yeah. when you have that many fans, there's gonna be like a percentage of fans that are that are gonna be obnoxious and you know. Yeah,
1: you know, it's interesting too. Like, I think this uh, Laker team, this Laker era, is. It's. I think it's unique. You know why? Because you have, like, you have LeBron fans now too. You know, I think LeBron fans are are sort of unique. LeBron
0: you know? sexuals.
1: Yeah, I think LeBron sexuals are, are sort of unique because it's like, you know, like all these up past superstars, and I'm talking about like transcendent stars that like dominate not just the sport but you know are cultural icons. So I'm talking about like Jordan, Kobe of that ilk. They're synonymous with their team, you know. So yeah, you will have. They're so good that they'll have fans from other, like, you know, you'll just have general fans. But for the most part, they're synonymous with their team, you know. Yeah. LeBron fans, it's kind of unique because it's like they're they're almost first and foremost LeBron fans, and they'll follow LeBron wherever they wherever he goes.
0: I feel you know like I mean? LeBron is like. Uh, the only NBA superstar mogul that we've ever seen, apart from Jordan, mm-hmm. I, kind of, I kind of feel like he's reached heights that like not even Kobe has reached in terms of like popularity. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We're looking at it, we're looking at that from a biased view because we're obviously like Lakers fans. We're obviously big no. Kobe I, fans. I I I
1: don't know. I don't think so. I, I disagree with that. I just because like Kobe is very much a cultural. Phenomenon in his own self, in his own self, you know, and I think that LeBron, yeah, he's he's done a lot for himself and he's done a lot, but I still think, uh, I still think Kobe would give. I I would place Jordan at the top, but I would still give Kobe a run for LeBron's money, and I would still place him too, because
0: yeah, you would place Kobe uh, higher than LeBron in terms of like. Impact,
1: reach? yeah, reach, impact, all of that. Really? Yeah, I, I would because, I mean, I, I say LeBron's a better player. I, I think so, right? I I think LeBron is a better player, but I think shots fired. Yeah, shots fired. But I think um, Kobe is culturally he's got a bigger footprint. He's got a fo- bigger footprint. Come on, when you yell into a wastebasket and you throw away your tr- piece of trash, you don't
0: say. LeBron, you say? You know that's Kobe. That's become a much more obscure reference as I we've don't gotten think so. as we've gotten further away from the Chappelle show. I, I feel. I like, don't think so. I don't know that that's a universally
1: known thing. I don't know about that. I don't know. I I don't think so. I think I think Kobe. Yeah, and he's still super popular overseas and in China. Like, I don't think LeBron has made. I think he's he's a culture he's a global icon but I don't think he's made the same sort of impact that Kobe did when he was in China and things
0: like that. So I don't know. Mm, okay. I think I'm, it's debatable. I'm, I'm going to say that LeBron is is a more okay. influential athlete yeah. um, but you know obviously I say that. I
1: mean, I will say this. I will say LeBron has been more influential amongst
0: the players. That's for sure. See, I feel okay. That I feel like is more of a debate because um, well, now that cuz LeBron is younger than Kobe, right? He came after Kobe. So, yeah. now yeah, the players that you see now like the Luka Doncic's and you know guys like that, they're going to they're going to remember more of LeBron, I feel like than than Kobe. So, mm-hmm. now the NBA player, yeah. Today's NBA player is more, I think, influenced by LeBron. Obviously, like Lonzo Ball says that LeBron was his favorite player growing up. Yeah, um, I meant more of like the fact that he
1: changed the game, you know, in terms of like controlling his own destiny type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess you're right too. That's debatable too. So I guess, yeah, Kobe, it stands. Kobe is a bigger, bigger cultural impact on uh, across the, across the. I don't know.
0: I, I yeah. yeah, I think it's an interesting discussion it and is. something that there's, there's no right or wrong answer to. I we should do like. a YouTube. Uh... Yeah. I mean, we, bring back the old uh 2000s uh yeah, beef should, between kobe v lebron we should to do that all that over up. again yeah yeah i mean that's something that's i think um going to continue to be a debate for sure um but let's get let's get back to the lakers um you know one person that i do want to bring up and you know continue to heap praise onto you so far is dwight howard um I yeah, got to say give us, man. Give us your thoughts on Dwight Howard. It's like, I mean, I he's gotta, been amazing, right? Yeah,
1: I got to say and I and I texted you this, but I'm, it's a little scary that our championship hopes rest in this guy in the in the Pineapple Mamba's hands.
0: Yeah, so is that is that based uh I like that nickname Pineapple Mamba. <laughs> is that based uh, mostly on just his past his track history? Record. Yeah, of, his track record. you know, his antics basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um so you're not ready to crown him, you know, uh, cured or revitalized or <laughs> no? I I'm ready to
1: rehabilitated. Do, I'm ready to heap all kinds of praise on the guy. The guy is, he has been nothing but a model citizen. He's been, I think, basically Dennis Rodman on this team. Um, I just there's nothing
0: bad to say about him. He's the been, block on Kobe White. That was incredible. It,
1: I, and he seems. To me, he seems to be doing that every game. Like that one he can of those stay
0: game. with a six-foot, like twenty-year-old rookie point yeah. guard.
1: Yeah, and he's he's doing that. He, he's basically turning back the clock, you know. So, yeah, I if you were to give him a grade, it's an A plus. It's a ten out of ten. This guy is, and we're paying him
0: peanuts. Yeah, but you guy. have reservations on uh, relying on him. I'm just on this level.
1: Well, I no. All I'm saying is.
0: And and I'm not I'm
1: fine with us relying on. I'm just saying it's kind of scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's just kind of scary that uh, our championship aspirations pretty much are kind of rest on his shoulders. Because without a without a you know this version of Dwight Howard, without this version of Dwight Howard, I'm not feeling good about our chances.
0: Are you? Um, without this version of Dwight Howard, I would have definitely said that. The Lakers, for sure, would need at least a player and a half more, right? A
1: player and a half is a lot.
0: Yeah, I would have said that, but now that, now that Dwight is playing at an All NBA defensive level right. right now, that yeah, that you're feeling a lot.
1: Yeah, that you're feeling like, do we even need to do anything with this squad? Is what you're saying? Yeah,
0: right? well, well, so I, I, I will go on the other side of this with, um, feeling good about giving Dwight this responsibility because everything he's done so far, um, all areas that he's excelled at thus far is things that we can totally picture him being able to sustain right throughout the course of the season. Like he's not, it's not like he's shooting at an unbelievable clip right now or that he's like finding these post moves that he's never had before. He's doing things that he knows that we have all known that he can always do which is like defend right and rebound and uh maybe the one part that um that is something to watch is that he's had such a great attitude so far and he's known not to have the best attitude or like you know wanting to chirp about his his role yeah and that and
1: that is essentially
0: what i'm just that's what i'm about. yeah but you know it looks so far it looks like everything is everything is great you know with his attitude oh, his I mindset mean, he, is great he's
1: been amazing i you know compare him to look at who the nets signed this offseason other than the big two right
0: deandre jordan are yeah. talking about yeah
1: deandre jordan i think he's getting paid 20 million a year right
0: i he got 4 for he got 4 for 40 so he's getting paid 10 million a year yeah it, which oh, is, is it?
1: yeah 10 million a year yeah that's not that bad but you contrast that with dwight howard it's like night and day Ooh. i think dwight
0: howard is getting like checks like after every game or something like yeah that. i mean
1: he's basically he's getting he after the game he puts his hand out and genie Bus starts dropping hundred dollar bills
0: not in even his direct, hand. not even direct deposit no he's, he's just, getting, she just he's getting paid just you know checks.
1: she licks her fingers and she just starts counting like hundred dollar bills and puts it in his hand, palm of his hand you know yeah, yeah. that's how that's crazy you know but yeah you know signing of the year off season signing of uh yeah signing of the off season it's pretty much
0: just been all roses here yeah i mean a dollar for uh, for a dollar value you can make a strong case that this has been the signing of the off season so far right absolutely yeah. I, I if you were to put let's say if you were to put an amount let's say
1: this wasn't dwight howard but some some other guy that just will make up a name you know uh joe joe howard right he's uh-huh. just a random guy right but he was a he's a star star player like a star role player like sort of like a danny green type right and yeah. he was in the off season and this is the kind of guy that you knew you would get money wise i mean i he would pri- he would have priced we would have been priced out signing him right yeah like how much would he have commanded this this version of dwight howard how much
0: would he have commanded what how how he's playing right now Uh, He should get DeAndre Jordan's contract Yeah, yeah You know Exactly, yeah Yeah. If not more If not
1: more Because he's making I feel like he's he's made a much bigger impact than DeAndre
0: Jordan I think he's like what He's in He's one of the top shot blockers right Coming off the bench Um, Anthony Davis is number one so far by the way And his like advanced defensive metrics are like In the top five I feel like in the you know elite, who
1: else is in the top five? Who?
0: <laughs> Alex Caruso. Oh yeah. Well, we'll talk about Alex <laughs> yeah. Caruso too. I want. I, I do want to talk about uh, Caruso. But uh, yeah, Dwight Howard looks like he's turned back the clock, like you said. Uh, and you know, one thing I do want to bring up is something that you uh, shed light on for me was his. Um, there was a story about him, how he used to eat like t- two dozen candy bars a day. Yeah. Which is. Insane. Like, how does any anybody other, survive any that? Any
1: other person would die.
0: And and Dwight Howard, you know, it, even prime Dwight Howard, Orlando Magic Dwight Howard, he was probably doing that then, right? Yeah, yeah. He was. And he was, and he looked yoked, like <laughs> zero body fat. And this is it's a, a guy, physical specimen then, you know. He 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 has won the genetic lottery. It's so crazy hearing some like because there's guys like that in the league. Well, okay, so so total shit. Yeah,
1: I share the story, I guess, what the background of what.
0: Um, so, I have this. Uh, there's a Reddit post here that, um, I guess Bill Mm Oram, he he wrote a piece about Dwight Howard, and Dwight Howard. Uh, this is a quote by Dwight Howard. He says, "Back then, I thought I'd be able to play forever." I thought I could eat McDonald's and honey buns every single day. <laughs> so my advice for anybody is to try to eat as healthy as you can. Health is wealth. A lot of people try to get rich with money, but try to get rich with your body. So look, he's That sounds like a mature guy in his 30s now, right? <laughs> can't be you can't be wild and reckless like he was in his 20s. I mean,
1: I got to say when I when I hear him being interviewed, he gives extremely thoughtful answers he sounds very mature just right? so yeah. mature yeah like to the point where i'm like i, I don't know it's crazy it's he really said crazy. defense is not his role it's his purpose like stuff like that you know it's <laughs>
0: like yeah like inspirational quotes he's giving us you know
1: yeah i'm about to like print these out and put them up on my put them up in my wall you know that's how inspirational this guy has been
0: whereas like two years ago he's Telling a reporter about how how good his D is in a post game report, post game interview. Now he's giving the more mature. It's a distinguished gentlemanly look. At yeah, Howard. but
1: you know what's interesting though is, so I looked up his per thirty six, right? Uh huh. And the interesting thing is that he, it's so crazy. Even during his, you know, because he's healthy now, right? But yeah. But he he's been fighting injuries, right? The previous two, three, whatever years, right? Yeah. It's cr- what's crazy is that his per thirty six are still pretty monster. They are. You know, he's still like
0: you I know look that up right now.
1: Yeah, but he's still like close to like I want I want to say like 13, 14 rebounds. Uh, you know, per thirty six, um, you know, blocks. It's it's just kind of crazy how a, a not a hundred percent Dwight Howard is still just a beast yeah so
0: i have his per 36 minutes right now yeah uh, like it's... even charlotte
1: his per 36 is not bad
0: yeah he had a good he actually had a good year in charlotte uh, two years two seasons ago but right so far after seven games dwight howard per 36 minutes is averaging 11 points 13 rebounds 1.2 steals and 3.6 blocks so the blocks and the steals are actually
1: Sort of the outliers because he hasn't really done that since like his heyday, you know. Yeah. But his other numbers are completely in line, you know. He's only averaging 11, and we're talking about per 36 because he's not he's not a focal point in the offense. You know, if he was a focal point in the offense, it would just fall right in line with his career averages. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, what I'm saying is, we got prime. We've got prime Dwight. I mean, I'm as our number that. three, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go that far. I know. And say I, I like mean, I'm I'm, 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 you know, I'm obviously kind of joking about that, but it's, a re- a it's revitalized it's, Dwight. I would say. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. You know, it's really crazy that he's, and I, I can't believe. Yeah, I just can't believe I'm saying it, but like I'm just super happy for him too, because he just seemed like he's been really humbled.
0: Yeah, he's had a rough go of it of the past couple of seasons, and now yeah. look. Look, he's found he's found a team. I feel like he can really contribute to, and um, luckily for us, it's the Lakers. So Dwight Howard's been amazing so far. Um, you brought up the other guy that I want to talk about, uh, the bald mama himself, Alex Caruso. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been, you know, offensively he's been kind of like not he very doing inconsistent, great, very inconsistent to start the season, but his defense is there. You know, it seems like once it seems like you know once a game he'll he'll make a steal and uh, go you know for a breakaway layup or something. He did that again you know uh, in Chicago. his defense got a, is... got a very very hard chest bump from LeBron. I was actually very concerned when I saw that happen. Like, I hope, <laughs> let's put Alex Cruz on concussion protocol because he just <laughs> ran to a brick wall with that chest bump from LeBron. Um, he he actually even had a he he had a comment about uh, the chest bump.
1: Yeah, he said because LeBron has like 60, 70 pounds on him. you
0: know. Yeah, he said uh, LeBron doesn't understand the physics of that. <laughs> He's got sixty to eighty pounds on me but he gets hyped and I get hyped and we just roll with it. So Caruso has been playing great, you know. One of the one of the big narratives I think from this of this team going into this year was like lack of depth. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And if you have guys like Dwight Howard and Alex Caruso coming off the bench, I feel like that's going to help considerably. Yeah, you I know, don't you get the feeling that LeBron loves Alex Caruso? I didn't get that feeling last year at all. Oh, really? Uh, I think he was hype when he, I think he that did Katie, that dunk over. Yeah, the that Katie, Katie the putback on Katie. Yeah, I think that's when LeBron took notice.
1: Yeah, that's when LeBron was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna That trade look you. of
0: shock was for real. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, he was LeBron. not. He was not faking yeah, that. He was not faking that. Yeah. So ever since that moment, I feel like that's when he like. Well, obviously, because he was like, know, "Who is this balding white boy?" Right. Yeah. There was a. I mean, there was a. <laughs> Big joke on social media uh, I guess there was a there was a clip of um Alex Crusoe and LeBron like shaking hands like on the bench, and everyone on the internet made it a joke by saying that Alex Crusoe was introducing himself to LeBron <laughs> <laughs> because LeBron didn't know who he was, yeah, but yeah, since the Katie the putback on Katie, I feel like he's really noticed the potential in Alex Caruso? Well, I mean, you have to because Caruso his
1: athleticism is I'm like I don't remember anyone as athletic as him. And we're talking about, you know, the non-superstar players like Kobe and LeBron and
0: all those guys. But since Shannon Brown. Okay, I would, <laughs> I'm not going to go I'm not going to go uh that hard and say that he's like on the Shannon Brown level. No, but I'm saying I haven't seen a guy as Athletic since Shannon Brown in terms of role players on this on on the Lakers. Let me yeah, think about that. I mean, there were. Uh, I guess anyone that was like worth even mentioning. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is saying something. That was uh, you know uh, a couple of years ago. Xavier Henry had a really nice dunk. <laughs> oh
1: come on, man! You get,
0: do not disrespect Al Caruso by
1: by putting. No, I'm not saying. I'm not comparing him on, as a
0: as a on the caliber. Yeah, you are of digging deep in the uh, the Lakers. That just came um, to mind that okay, one dunk that right, he had. All right, all right. Josh McRoberts was a pretty good athlete too, <laughs> but but I almost spit you know, out my beard. Out of out of uh, when we're talking about Lakers teams that we really care about, yeah, I guess Alex Cruz is one of the more athletic guys that we've had so far, and is deceptively athletic because you know people people can't get past the. He looks like a the math hairline. teacher. He looks like a yeah.
1: sixth grade math teacher.
0: Yeah, But uh, yeah, he's he's been playing well. Um, the bench overall, I think, you know, Kuz, now that we have Kuz back, you know, I feel like we have a bench.
1: Yeah, you know, let's talk about the bench a little bit. I am, that's the thing is why I really want Iggy is because I like Quinn Cook, but if he's like the one of the first couple of guys coming off the bench, that tells me that the bench is super super thin, and I've got major concerns. Mm-hmm. Like Quinn Cook is a guy who's like, ideally, you you're you're putting him in when like the game is out of hand. In yeah. my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, what well, it's gonna and, be. And ideally, a guy like Charlie Daniels is not even on the team, right? It's gonna be. I want to see what. Frank Vogel does when Avery Bradley and Rondo come back right well he's obviously gonna gonna start Rondo which sucks but I would be cool with I you know I would personally be cool with him sticking with Avery Bradley as as a starting yeah what do you think about Avery Bradley I think his defense is there like I is it as advertised I like I like what I see on the defensive side obviously like as, as is the case with pretty much everyone on this team, not named Danny Green, I'm hoping that his three-point shooting improves a little bit, you know? But uh, I like the defense. I like the activity levels. I, I felt like in that Dallas game, he was actually giving Luka Doncic uh, a hard time.
1: Which is saying a lot.
0: Yeah. You know, they... I was surprised that... I was, first, I was surprised that Vogel put Avery Bradley on Luka Doncic, which turned out to be a really smart move. I thought that was going to be Danny Green, but it was Avery Bradley. And he I had mean, a hard time... He's pesky, you know? He's yeah. a pesky uh, on-ball defender. Yeah, He kind of made... He's a gritty player. He made Luka a little uncomfortable, I feel like. Yeah, he's a gritty player. Um, But yeah, once all these guys come back, you know, I... I don't expect Quinn Cook to be playing as many minutes as he is now. I hope that Caruso continues to play significant minutes with all the with all the guards uh, healthy. There was a point in this
1: season, in this very brief um, start of the season so far, where Quinn Cook and Troy
0: Daniels were like the main guys coming off the bench. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was that was. Uh, I didn't understand like why they were both on the court at the same time. Yeah, it just seemed really redundant. Yeah, and I'm not as concerned now
1: because it. I think you know we. You know we'll we should talk about him, but because Frank Vogel seems like a very intelligent coach. Had this been last year, Quinn Cook and uh, you know Troy Daniels would be getting serious run every single game. Yeah, well,
0: I you know I think I tweeted I tweeted that yesterday. Uh, you know last year uh, in this Bulls game, if this were last year. Uh, you know, we would have seen KCP and Javale come back with like six minutes left in the fourth quarter, in the most crucial point, of right? Day. But Frank Vogel, give him a lot of credit. He stuck with uh, the hot hands. Like he kept Caruso in there. He kept Quinn Cook in there. He kept uh, Dwight Howard in there. Well, it yeah. would be, it would be crazy if he took out Dwight
1: Howard, <laughs>
0: yeah, and I put mean, it and put
1: in Javale McGee, yeah. But and yeah, nothing. You couldn't put past anything. You know, you couldn't put anything past Luke Walton because Luke Walton could have very well in the same position put Javel McGee and replaced Bolahar. Yeah.
0: Howard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you you mentioned this I think earlier too is that we're we're seeing a coach that actually makes second half adjustments. Oh which my god. Such a breath of fresh air, right?
1: It it's it's amazing. It's amazing.
0: So I I think Vogel's a really good coach. I give uh, him an A so far. You know, we I think our first our prime target was Monty Williams who looks like he's doing you know doing wonder, he's a working wonders, working wonders. In Phoenix right now. He's a a front runner for coach of the year. Yeah, I think that was the first guy we wanted. Obviously, Phoenix snatched him up before the Lakers had a chance. But I got, yeah,
1: I got no complaints about Frank Vogel. Yeah,
0: Vogel's looks really good so far. I've got
1: zero complaints about him. He's been great.
0: Yeah. Um, One thing I do want to bring up is uh, this little story that's really a non-story about Anthony Davis and what he told his little... uh, (laughs) The people in his little, I don't know, like, uh, events in Chicago. He Obviously, he's from Chicago. That's his hometown. And uh, he was quoted. Somebody asked him, you know, if he would be open to signing with the Bulls next year. Because obviously, he's going to be a free agent. And he said, uh, he said, you know, uh, I'm going to be a free agent. So who knows? That's basically what his answer was. And now, uh, you know, some certain, certain outlets want to run with that and make it a story. But, of course. Um, you know, how did you take that response? Personally, for me, I I, I like the response. You know, what he said made me feel at ease, actually, that he's going to stay in L.A. You know, had he gone the Kyrie route and said, no, I'm going to resign with the Lakers, that would have that given me pause, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. So the fact that he's keeping things close to the vest, because if we learned anything this past summer, it's that... These players are not going to say anything. Right? They're not going to give anything away. Right. And so, by him not giving anything away, uh, I feel like most people feel like he was going to want to stay in LA, and he's not saying that outright. That makes me feel a little bit better about things. But yeah, how did you take what he said?
1: Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't. To me, honestly, it was a non-story. Like I didn't even, I didn't even think twice about it. Like yeah, like you were saying, uh, his answer is just. It's like he's in his hometown, you know. It, what else he's gonna What else is he gonna say? Right. You know, oh, the the Bulls are shit. Um, there's no way in hell I'm gonna sign like, with this team. Fuck you guys! I'm yeah, staying there, yeah. LA. There's just no way he would say anything like that. So, I think he was just more caught up in the moment, or more of just like, I don't want to say anything to just ruffle any feather, feathers while I'm here in my yeah. hometown. You he know, seems so, like he's
0: really enjoying L.A. though, right? Yeah, I, feel like, I have. I feel like he's like really living it up dude I have zero zero qualms
1: about anthony davis and his i he was he's a guy who he clearly wanted to come to l a you know and now he's in l a and it's obvious that he's liking it out here, you know so it yeah. wasn't like dwight I don't think dwight was ever like i want to go to l a right I don't think he ever did that no, no. yeah, so you know it's just it's it's crazy to think that he would go anywhere else.
0: There are certain players that you can tell right off the bat that they love, um, you know, being in LA. And you know, a player that comes to mind, uh, aside from AD, is Kuzma. Like at the moment he, <laughs> the moment he became a Laker, it seemed very clear to me that he he loved, you know, being a Laker. Yeah. Whereas like there's there were players like Brendan Ingram, for example. Like I never really got a re- a good read from him. That he was like wanting to be a Laker forever. Hmm, interesting. He seemed like kind of hard to read, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's just quiet, but yeah, like yeah, even Josh Hart or you know, yeah, um, yeah, Lonzo. Lonzo I, feel, Hall, I feel like Lonzo wanted, wanted, to, to, stay, wanted of to stay in L.A., but you know that didn't work out. But uh, yeah, there uh, certain players. Uh, Embrace fully embrace the L. A. Laker experience, and I feel like eighty is one of those guys. Yeah, you know, and it's just it just does not make sense for him to go to Chicago.
1: The whole point of him wanting to go to L. A. That's a
0: sorry team right now. Yeah, and but the whole point of
1: L. A. Was for him to raise his profile as a star. You know what I mean? And to win, obviously, but it was to raise his profile in in a in a major market. And And I
0: feel like he's already feeling that that yeah happening. Yeah, and, and
1: it's not like. Yeah, and it's not like Chicago is a small market by any means, but still, compared to LA, it's a small market compared to LA.
0: Yeah, the the level of expectation basically is like yeah. night and day, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Has Chicago made the playoffs? It ever like since Derrick Rose was there? I don't. Uh, I can't even, even remember. I don't remember. You know? And
1: and the other thing too is like, yeah, no, I understand that Anthony Davis is from Chicago, but like. I don't know has he ever been like I love Chicago that's I just I've always loved it this is my home you know like the same way like LeBron talks about Cleveland, Cleveland and Akron you know yeah. what I'm saying he's I, got a
0: he's got Chicago tattooed on his arm I think Oh <laughs> he does okay
1: all right I mean all right other than the tattoo I don't know it's like it's just not something that I've ever really like heard much about you know like but,
0: I mean yeah Kevin Durant's from you know uh, Maryland and he he loves he. Right. You know, he reps his hometown, but he's never gonna play for the right. I- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. so. yeah, it's it's a whole lot of nothing. I think you know people just wanna. They just want something to talk about. But are there TV. people
1: talking about it though? I feel like it's not even still. It's not even much of a thing, right?
0: They're like, oh, it could. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible, you know. There's a chance. That's just for all the clicks. Yeah, they want but all the I, clicks. I think there's no chance. I I'm very confident that. That he's is a very mis- nephew. Sign with the Lakers. That is a know? very
1: nephew move to be uh, trying to like get some clicks on that. That's clickbait shit.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, that brings brings us up to speed with how the Lakers have done so far. Uh, let's get into some other NBA news. Um. So there's a there's a Clippers Bucks game right now that's happening. Yeah. What's
1: the score? Should we?
0: Uh, let's see okay the Bucks are up seven points with three minutes left in the game okay
1: yeah I expect the Bucks to pull away
0: what was supposed to be a marquee matchup in this early NBA season a heavyweight a heavyweight matchup between two legit title contenders turned into turned to be a kind of a not a not as exciting regular season game because uh The Clippers decided to sit Kawhi out today. You mean Kawhi Leonard decided to sit out? Or whoever it was. (laughs) Kawhi is again sitting out on uh, one of the back-to-backs that the Clippers have. And this is bringing up this whole thing about load management. I think the NBA Today uh, today just released a statement saying that the Clippers are compliant with NBA policy. And that... Kawhi has a legitimate Like knee issue That's Keeping him from Playing back to backs Mm -hmm. But we all know What's going on here Right We all know What's happening
1: Yeah you know When did the term Load management Even start Gaining popularity I feel like it was Just last year
0: Yeah I think it was Last year When LeBron LeBron, When LeBron Decided to take a game off (laughs) And he got killed For that Yeah You know And I think You know LeBron gets killed For everything For everything right Yeah um his hairline you know wearing a headband all that he's get killed for anything right uh i know you have some strong feelings about what Kawhi is doing right now right um for me uh well why don't you share first what your thoughts are yeah i think it's just management
1: it's just utter bullshit i think it's just complete bullshit that he's not playing i'd be if i was a clipper fan i'd be pissed I'd be pissed. Okay, you're going in from that angle yeah. as a Clipper fan. Yeah, if I was a Clipper fan, I'd be super pissed.
0: Because it's like. Look. Would like, you though? I mean. Yeah, I would be. Because, like, I think about, like. Because here's the thing. If, if it was if, LeBron doing it. Yeah,
1: I'd be pissed if it was LeBron. Oh, would you? Yeah, if LeBron was missing games, like. I mean, it's a different story if it was, like, the Wizards. You know what I mean? If it was. Uh, I don't know the Hornets or whatever other shitty team that's out there right now. Like a
0: team that the Lakers could possibly beat without LeBron. Right? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, very well beat. You know, like I, I would, I would have been like, yeah, dude, LeBron deserves it. He needs to not. We need to not yeah. exert him. You know, but if it's the Bucks, we gotta see this game. You know what I mean? I'm not even talking about like in respects to like trying to, um, you know uh appease the the nba you know powers that be i'm talking about like we gotta see how this game plays out we gotta see how we match up you know what i mean yeah that's how i I, that's why i'd be i'd be so pissed off about
0: it you know what i mean okay yeah i'm a little bit more ambivalent on on this on this topic um but i
1: think you're ambivalent because you're not a clippers fan
0: you know what i'm saying well i because i i think about the thing with lebron too right it's you know I would be okay with him sitting out a couple games because we're right. to save him for the playoffs. Right, right, right. But let me ask you though: Come Christmas Day, right? No, no, yeah, do You cannot. You cannot <laughs> take what that, I, that, if, that. What do you mean? But that's what I'm saying though. Like, yeah, you can't. You can't take that game off and be like, I'm just gonna stay home and open the presents. <laughs> exactly
1: though. And drink eggnog. But I know. I mean. But that's that's what I'm saying is that it's kind of. I obviously saw that same one, but it's. It sort of is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is a big game, I would say. You like right? when you look on that's the whole point of the NBA schedule. There's 82 games, so you're not going to get up for every single game, right? So when you know that there are games on the schedule that everybody has everybody has circled. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. get to circle all the big games. If you're a contender, you got all the big games circled. Now, whether you win it or lose it, like I mean, I don't know how that in the grand scheme of things how that plays it plays out, right? But you gotta you gotta play those big games, you know, in my opinion. And when you're a fan of these contender, uh, when you're a fan of a contending team, like y- your star player cannot be taking these these games off, in my opinion. And that's what I mean. Like it's like if LeBron was like, yeah, load management, not playing Christmas Day, like that's
0: ridiculous. Unspeakable, but. right there. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. So like this is. This is almost a microcosm of that on that level to me.
0: So you think if uh, if Kawhi decided to take tomorrow's game off against Portland, that would have been a little bit better? Yeah. A little would, bit more uh, yeah. acceptable? Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I would for sure.
0: Okay, so I'm wondering if they... I mean, what
1: was the first game? Who, who did they play in the first game?
0: Or, t- oh, sorry, is, this Mo- is the first of them. Yeah, back- tonight at Milwaukee. Mo- yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, Portland is, yeah... you think this is a
0: little bit of gamesmanship on the clippers part like they don't want to reveal all their cards like i mean maybe i mean that almost makes a little bit more sense because this just makes zero sense to
1: me you know what i mean like why would you take this one off versus portland you know
0: makes zero sense to me maybe he doesn't want to uh have have uh to take the physical toll of guarding
1: Giannis maybe you know I, I guess i don't know it's just it's just as a clipper fan i would not this would not jive well with me yeah you, you know? know because you're yeah. not thinking you're not thinking oh portland's you know the team that I, that i that i am you know i'm i'm like worried about you know what i mean right right so
0: yeah i'm i'm not i'm not as mad about this as you are um yeah. i mean I trust am... me
1: i'm not mad because fuck the clippers right yeah but yeah i'm just saying like if i was a clipper fan this this would just
0: seriously grind my gears, is all I'm saying. Uh, you know, I I think they're still waiting for Paul George to come back too, so that makes it a little bit different. Um, but I, you know, I for one am enjoying the uh, Kawhi slander though because he yeah, and it's totally deserved. You know, up until now he's he could do no wrong, right? It's totally it, deserved. It's been the summer of Kawhi, and so far in the early going, he's looked like still like. I can't say best player in the league anymore because, you know, obviously LeBron is doing his thing, right? But he's looked like a top two player right now. And so now he's getting a little bit of heat for doing this. So I'm enjoying the Kawhi slander right now. Yeah. Um, If anything, you know. Um, Okay. But the Clippers, they look... They still look good. Uh, They're still competing against the Bucks without Kawhi and Paul George, which is like... A this testament to how stacked their team is, right? The team is stacked. Uh, but I don't want to talk about the Clippers too much, you know. This ain't no. This ain't no this Clippers a Lakers podcast. podcast. We don't need to talk about that. I want to be other team in LA, you know? Um, so a couple of other things that uh, noteworthy this past week: um, the MB and cat fight. <laughs> what did you think about that?
1: Our two favorite NBA sons. Yeah um i i just i could not care less about about these two guys
0: they're pretty emblematic of like the modern day nba big yeah. right both yeah. of them
1: yeah i i mean to me they're just they're clowns
0: people like, are saying that uh carl anthony towns is like playing a little bit meaner this year
1: well, he should. I which think is, he's got uh, a,
0: which would bode well for him. I feel like. Yeah,
1: he should, because I think he's definitely got a soft label, you know. Yeah. But he's such an uh, incredible talent that even as a soft, quote unquote, soft player, he his stats are
0: staggering. I think he's leading the NBA in PR so far this year. Yeah. His yeah. his numbers are insane.
1: Um, but um, yeah, and you know, to be honest, I'd rather have Cat than Embiid.
0: And, Ooh, I, and that I feel like is, I don't even think it's close to be honest. Really, I yeah. think Embiid is. Uh, I think Embiid's a better defensive player, though. The, I mean, that's for sure. I yeah. think Embiid is, which but, counts for
1: a lot. Does but Embiid is such an injury risk. Uh, he doesn't shoot as well as Cat. Um, Cat is a. I would say he's 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 on the path to be one of the most accurate big men shooters of
0: all time. You do You don't. Uh... You don't think he shoots too many threes? Why well, I think he shoots threes so well that he's just it's just right like, for him to shoot. Like you wouldn't want him to spend more time like banging the post.
1: Um, I wouldn't. I would say that if he didn't shoot so poorly from three, but he shoots phenomenally from three. He has no weakness yeah. in his game, except yeah, he does need to shore up some defense. But again, Embiid is a guy who is he's. I mean, people do not. he's such a big injury risk this is a guy who's I think he's taken a whole year off before too right that's crazy yeah so um, I would absolutely take Kat over Embiid but in essence though these two guys are just I just they're such clowns to me like they have so much more maturing to do they have (laughs) so much well you're pretty high on Carl
0: Anthony Towns right yeah I mean his as a talent yeah as a talent I mean let's see. Embiid is uh well yeah. A his rookie year he played thirty one games, right? Okay. And then the to two years after that he's played sixty three and sixty four games. Which is yeah, I it's mean It's okay, but it's still Cat 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 his first three years, he played all eighty. Yeah, yeah, the guy is. He's, so he's much more durable. Yeah. Uh, I'll give him that for sure. Without a doubt. Like,
1: you go with the... You go with the, the thing is, with injuries, is that it's, it's even more of a thing you need to watch out for with big men.
0: You know? Yeah. Speaking of injuries and the Sixers, uh, Ben Simmons just got injured today. Oh. If you saw that, he, like, sprained his shoulder, I think. Was it his shooting shoulder? It, it was Not his... Not that it matters, because... It was his, the shoulder that he should be shooting off of, his <laughs> right shoulder. Yeah, it was his right shoulder. He okay. is a, he's a right-handed player. Well, LeBron's left-handed, I think. But he shoots with his right, I think. LeBron's left-handed? I think he does things left-handed, oh. yeah. Um, there was a stat, like, I think uh, Ben Simmons has taken 80% of his shot attempts uh, with his right hand so far this year. So he sprained his right shoulder, so okay. that could be... Potentially significant, I think.
1: Wait, he, I'm sorry. 80 percent of his shots have been shot with his right hand. 80 percent of
0: his shot attempts have been with his right hand.
1: But what? But he shoots with his left hand,
0: doesn't well, he? Well, he doesn't shoot jumpers. Oh. It's all hooks, layups, you know, floaters and things like that. <laughs> Bust. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, to yeah. That. So That's I all I'm gonna actually say to actually I do want actually, <laughs> actually I do want to talk about that because um yeah, you texted me a couple of days ago just out of the blue. Yeah. Ben Simmons is a bust. Yeah, and so let's talk about I that. I got one word he's... to say.
1: That's all I got to say.
0: Bust. Wait, so you're you're already you're already ready to to crown him a bust cuz I feel like calling someone a bust is like <laughs> the point of no return for a player, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm being I'm being
1: um, I'm trying to get ahead of the curve here in essence by so that, you know, I can say that I called it first essentially. Is is what I'm doing,
0: but yeah, he's a bust to me. You're you're contributing to this this modern day first culture that that I think is kind of a problem today. No, I I
1: disagree with that because it's not it's not based on like I'm not trying to be like controversial though. I think it's based on a lot of factual like it's based on a lot of like context. You know, if you're number one, let's let me just say that if you're number one overall pick. Right now, is not shooting with his correct hand. After what three years? This is his third year. Yeah, that is all kinds of concerning to to, to you, to me. If I'm a if I'm a Sixers brass or fan, that is crazy concern.
0: Apparently, they weren't concerned because they just gave him a max extension.
1: Yeah, and that right there, that that contract is already an albatross, because. It's so crazy. You cannot be shooting poorly in this in this league anymore. You just cannot. Yeah, that's it, it's. That's like the number one skill you need. It's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable in the NBA right now. In this day, that's that's the number one reason why we we're so um, iffy about Lonzo. Right. You know, because he has so much going for him. Honestly, Lonzo has so much going for him. The guy has. If you were to build your prototypical player point guard in the lab I think Lonzo would be it in this modern day NBA but because his shot is so suspect that he was in my eyes completely expendable to me you know and that's what Ben Simmons is right now at this point is the fact that his shot is so suspect that it's it's like you can put him in the same category as Lonzo because you can almost say that Lonzo at least what he has going for him is that he's shooting with his correct hand (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. These are things that should have been hammered out, like, in your adolescence, not in the NBA. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, that's why I'm saying this guy's a bust.
0: Actually, ben, Lonzo's a very good Lonzo and Ben Sims are very comparable players. I feel like they have very similar I agree. skill sets. I, I agree. And I think uh, we talked I said about he this, was just
1: a bigger Lonzo ball, we, right?
0: we talked about this last time, right? What is Lonzo really good at? Passing, defense athleticism right those are like the three pillars that he's like hanging his hat on right now I would say the exact same for Ben Simmons right yeah. I feel like Ben Simmons is farther alone than Lonzo right in all well, three areas
1: well in all honesty he's a better prospect because he's he's basically a bigger version he's of a bigger Lonzo, version of Lonzo which in the NBA you always go with the bigger version
0: yeah you know so, so. and he's coming off an all-star season <laughs> yeah 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 so so coming off an all-star year he made All-Star his second year, which is like, I would say, just take his skill set aside, right? That would put him on track, right, for like uh, a number one pick, right?
1: Yeah, but that's, again, kind of like how we, we docked D'Angelo for that. It's, it was in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, again, I, I'm just, I, it, there's just so many concerns with Ben Simmons. Like, you could, like, I'll say another thing that might seem a little controversial. Like, you can say, actually, Lonzo Ball's shooting is less concerning than Ben Simmons. Because at the yeah. very least, Lonzo at least shoots threes. he's attempting them. Yeah, he's attempting them. Yeah, he'll airball a couple. But even this year, I think he's, his threes has actually been, like, serviceable. Like, I think it's, like, I want to say, like, 35% range.
0: Yeah, he's shooting it well from three threesome.
1: Right, and it's not, it's at a high, it's at a high clip. You know, the guy's shooting, he's shooting a, a, uh, you know, a decent, decent number of threes versus Lonzo. Basically, Lonzo will attempt the same number of the threes that Ben Simmons has will attempt in his in his career thus far in a matter of three games. Maybe one game, maybe one game. Yeah, That's how crazy. and, And so, like, that's how concerning this is. So you're telling me right now that your number one overall pick And I'm not even talking about first year number one overall pick you're, You are now in your third year Number one overall pick These are the same concerns
0: you have Of this guy Like I said man Bust this guy's a bust See I'm not ready to <laughs> I'm not ready to call him a bust just yet
1: um. And the reason why I say it's bust though Is because have we seen improvement That's what
0: I'm saying have I we mean, seen improvement? We have not seen improvement. He had a really good year last year seventeen, nine, and eight.
1: Yeah, Those yeah, I get that. But I'm talking about the shooting though. Where are the improvements he's made in the shooting? And you know, people were just just throwing a party because he made a three in in the preseason. Game. Yeah, I
0: thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. But
1: yeah, and he still has not attempted a three this year. So,
0: yeah, where's the improvement? If there you was improvement, I think would there's be like no way in hell that he could um live up. To his number one pick, building if his shot continues to be what it is. Oh, for sure. There's no way. That's the one thing
1: that. Yeah. I think I think if this was ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I I would not have called this guy a bust. I would have been like, yeah, he's okay. He's he's Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's got some issues, but you know, he's he's a star. You know what I mean? Yeah. This day and age, you cannot be shooting like that. You know what I mean? Hmm. Just a bigger Michael Carter Williams, you know.
0: So he can do everything well, but if he doesn't shoot well, you're like to hell with him.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think that's, dude. In the in the playoffs,
0: you don't need to guard this guy. It's five that's versus true. four. I think his usage rate in the fourth quarter is like extremely low.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. This is your number one overall pick right yeah. now in yeah. the third in his third year, and there's again. I would not be calling him a bust if he was showing uh, incremental improvement. If you if he was being like okay, no three attempts in the first year, shooting fifteen twenty percent in the second year, now he's shooting thirty percent in his third year. I would be like, you know what, you know what, we'll see. I mean, this I'm not gonna I'm not ready to call him a bust, but it, you know, he's on he's on the track.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I do have so, to say that. You know one like the number one pick in a draft the the level of expectation is like through the roof different from anything else right we're, we're talking about guys like carl anthony towns lebron anthony davis like that's that's the measuring stick right exactly so there's that but i also have to say that there's there's got to be some gray area some in-between area from bust to living up like but right? there's there have been number one picks. That's that, true, but there's lesser busts. That's true. Nor have they lived up to it. Also, sure, but right? there's
1: lesser of a gray area when it comes to number one overall pick, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I want to. You know what? I want to pull up like the list of all the number one overall picks, and um, yeah, I have it right here. Okay, so like guys like John Wall. Yeah, uh I wouldn't call him a bust. I'll, he's like kind of in between, right? Yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. call him a bust. Um Blake Griffin's panned out, right? Definitely not a bust. Uh future Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer. Um Andrew Wiggins. Ooh, you know he you know
1: I've I've I may have given him a bust uh label already in the past if I remember. I'm not sure.
0: See, I want to say he's that he even has maybe. a stronger case to be a bust than Ben Simmons. Because he's, he's been in the league longer. Sure, yeah. You I know? mean, they're in the same tier, though.
1: I would still take Ben Simmons over him because yeah, Ben yeah, Simmons is too. that talented, you yeah. know?
0: Uh, Markel Fultz, I mean, it's going to look like he's a... Yeah. Unfortunately, he's going to be a bust. Yeah. Uh, but think- here's the thing about Markel Fultz. He's showing improvement yeah he's, that's the thing
1: about that's the thing is what i'm saying is we were seeing progress with the guy
0: his shot looks better yeah you know right I exactly mean i mean his his three point percentage is still god awful uh 22 which is but he's attempting awful. them you know he's tempting them yeah yeah 2.6 attempts a game which is like a massive improvement from right he's not double double clutching free no, throws anymore, no no you no know? no so they're a glimmer of hope for him right yeah, right yeah but yeah, there, I guess there aren't too many number one picks that have been in the in-between area because by the looks of this, you're either a Hall of Famer or you're a bust. Right. And I that is that is the sort of the... Um, Elton Brand, he's kind of an in-betweener, I guess. Well, I
1: don't think he's a bust because... Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on... Yeah, he's an in-betweener. It depends on what your definition of like... If you if you're on your way but it, because of injury your career was derailed I'm not sure if I would necessarily dock you but I would understand if people would call him a bust yeah Glenn Robinson I've always been kind of a Glenn Robinson fan but he you know he's probably qualifies as a bust he's just scoring
0: he got picked over uh, Jason Kidd and like yeah Brent he's Hale. probably a, yeah he's yeah. a bust he's yeah. a bust so yeah I guess uh, it's it's a it's a lofty expectations if you're drafting number rightfully one so. Rightfully, and rightfully so rightfully so right you know um it's, it's a bummer that we haven't seen Zion yet because, yeah. you know, in the preseason, like, out of the gates, he looked like he was going to pan out. Yeah. You know? Uh, we'll but get, the other thing, we'll though... a while for him.
1: But the other thing, though, too, is the reason why... Another reason why I'm calling Ben Simmons a bust already is because the other expectation we have... Because
0: you love Brandon Ingram so much. Well, nah, <laughs> dog. Nah.
1: That's not even close, man. You brought that up. But the other thing that... Um, <laughs>
0: The other thing that i want hey, to bring that, up that argument is to bed now I that think. yeah absolutely like, yeah they, he should have been number one. Oh yeah. yeah
1: oh yeah um the other thing about ben simmons so with the number one overall pick is that the number one one overall pick should be a finished product it's a much more polished
0: finished product than all the other prospects uh. in my opinion Finished product in a sense that, from the, from the jump, he should be like cornerstone player. He should be, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I don't know about finished product, finished product. Okay, not
1: finished, but polished though. That's, I mean, it's like, like you can't just come in, and, like, the number one overall pick, for the most part, you're not, you're not gonna always be, you're never gonna be like, oh my gosh, this guy is really good, but he can't shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have that case usually. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy is amazing let's see how he does a free of red flags basically exactly right? exactly yeah. that's and ben simmons has a huge red flag you know the most important flag actually so yeah the fact that he hasn't polished that area in his in his uh game
0: is crazy and he hit that three-pointer in the preseason. So it looked like maybe, just maybe, he's gonna <laughs> take some outside jumpers, but he hasn't done that yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm still not ready to call him a bust, but I, I, I think I presented a pretty I damn good case. I definitely feel like though. he's heading that direction. I think I
1: presented a pretty
0: damn good case, though. Like, I'm not gonna put him in. Like I told you, I, I'm not putting him in Kenyon Martin territory just yet.
1: But I, I mean, I can see him. Going, I can see
0: him getting there, though. You know? But
1: also. I will say this too though like I will still take Ben Simmons over Kenya Martin any day of the week. Like obviously he's a much superior the, talent. The versatility. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it would not preclude for me labeling both of them as a bust because yeah, you just cannot be a poor shooter in this league anymore, you know? Right, so right. um and yeah, just to cap what we just said, I will I will reiterate what you had brought up that yes, Brandon Ingram is clearly the best player of the two from that draft.
0: Yeah, and I, you know what? I feel like s- some people will still argue about that. One.
1: Yeah, they would. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh But what what is Ingram averaging so far this year? He's like got to be like twenty five plus, right? Twenty six or so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's. He's, and, lighting, and, he's lighting New Orleans on fire, basically. And,
1: and his, it's not like he's being a volume shooter. His, his percentages are silly.
0: Like, I mean, he's, he's got a nice shot, right? If he can become, like, a more deadly three-point shooter then you're looking at all nba caliber well he's player. shooting 48 from three that's he gonna should, obviously i don't know down, that he takes that many shots no nah, he right? takes yeah he takes a decent oh, number is he's up in his three attempts this year you know what let's pull up his numbers right now <laughs> let's
1: pull up his numbers right now
0: i you know i had to bring him up because you know yeah. because
1: i i know who no. i'm talking to right. let's now. pull his numbers up right now dude i mean look at how many threes this guy look at the number he's attempting and what he's shooting
0: Okay, yeah, he's attempting five a game, which is a Sizable number. Massive uptick from what he's normally been doing. But he's also shooting, shooting at forty nine percent. Forty
1: nine percent from
0: three, dog. I will say he probably needs to improve
1: his defense, but I mean, he's a guy who you can work with that, you know, because he's measurable. Who did we say?
0: Who uh, did we say was going to win Most Improved Player? Because I feel like he's running away with it right now. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. Well. Yeah, I don't know I, Actually, I think I did I picked OG Which he's oh, not I, gonna
0: win I picked SGA I think he still has a shot Yeah, he still has a shot Yeah, yeah he he's, he's looking really real good, good. Yeah. But yeah, Brandon Ingram is like He could make All-Star out of the West For like. sure Yeah, yeah Which is crazy Yeah um,
1: But yeah but, I'm just saying I'm feeling vindicated Because one of our very close friends Essentially put me on blast Unnecessarily Saying that Brandon Ingram was just garbage Last right, year. Right. Like unnecessarily.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were uh just to let you guys know the story behind this one. We were watching um This was a final we were watching game. the NBA Finals and I think it was one of the games... not the not the clinching game, but it was one of the games where Toronto won at Golden State. And uh We were
1: walking to a bar.
0: We were with a friend we were with a friend that's um Calls himself a Lakers fan, but oh, uh, but he is not. Was rooting hard for the Warriors, <laughs> which I which was very confusing to everybody that was there. <laughs> and uh, he was a little heated after that game because Toronto won, you know. And uh, we just started talking about other NBA players. We started talking about the Lakers, and Brandon Ingram came up, yeah. And
1: which, by the way, there was nothing controversial was said, we were just basically saying he's got a high upside,
0: right. So common knowledge, right? Common everybody, knowledge. everybody knows that, right? But this triggered our friend somehow, and he started trashing uh, Brandon Ingram. And he said, "Don't you even dare bring him up right now." He said he's utter trash. Basically, called him trash, and now you know. Here we are. You're <laughs> averaging are. twenty-six, seven, and four for <laughs> New Orleans, shooting forty-nine percent from three. <laughs> so uh, I can't wait to have a conversation with him again. Soon, this guy was also. I don't want to. We don't want to put him on blast, you know. No. So we're not going to say his name. But he also said that Paul George was better than Kawhi Leonard. Uh, going into this is so. crazy. Yeah. So that's all you need to know about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Brandon was doing great. Um, I think the one last thing that I, I did want to bring up was uh, John Collins. He got popped for PDS. Yeah. So that makes it three players. Oh, there was so a third? Who was the third? Wilson Chandler got popped. Uh, oh, in the he off did. Season, in the, uh, oh, before see. the season started. And then DeAndre Ayton starts the season. And now John Collins. Um, Atlanta Hawks, you know, I don't think they were really going to make the playoffs. You know, uh, I feel like between DeAndre Ayton and John Collins, the DeAndre Ayton one is has much more uh, negative impacts for their team. Yeah, than, you know. Than John Collins, I'm
1: hearing there's a bit of a theory, you know, a conspiracy theory that's kind of making its rounds, that the NBA is targeting uh, young teams, young players to make an, to make them an example. You know, because you're not gonna pop LeBron James. Yeah, I hope they don't... I hope, I hope they don't give him this test. <laughs> right. I don't even want to know what's under the hood. Like, yeah.
0: I... Ignorance is bliss.
1: Yeah, because you LeBron. know... LeBron is a... He might be a robot. He might be a robot. We don't know. This guy is... A unprecedented just... Physical... Spe- we talk about Dwight Howard being a physical specimen. LeBron Le- James LeBron's is, Dwight, like, times 10. Yeah. Like... In the history of the NBA... You can make a case that LeBron is the most physical specimen
0: ever. Right, obviously like, you know, we we can't we can't speak to like Will Chamberlain. Yeah, Will Chamberlain, yeah. Chamberlain most Shaq Malone, has kind of Shaq. a case. Yeah, there's a but, lot. But Durabil- the yeah. durability I feel like is what sets The whole
1: package. Back. You can make a case for LeBron. So I would uh, still
0: maybe even say Jordan is
1: Oh, for sure. Better. I mean, Jordan is always but. in the he's always in the conversation for every argument. But um basically yeah, I, I I feel like the guy has probably done a lot for his to his body, you know, both
0: I don't know. Just a lot of vitamins. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of lot a of omega Exotic vitamins. A lot of fish oil. You know? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so Sleeping in a pool of flaxseed oil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh.
1: so you know, there's a rumor that, you know, the NBA is cracking down and the way they're cracking down is that they're making they're popping you know know, the younger players to make an example out of them so that the stars kind of have a it's a warning shot you know what I mean yeah which is intriguing and I almost believe it because I feel like PEDs has got to be fairly rampant in the NBA
0: yeah I mean I think that's believable to me yeah
1: it's believable
0: yeah um I feel like the NBA has, like, so much going for it right now that they but, they probably don't even want to know themselves. Yeah, and either. the question
1: is also the why, though. Why, I mean, why, what's, what is the, it's, it's strange. Like, even to just push that, you know, if it is, you know, truly a conspiracy theory, if that's true that they want to, like, warn these stars, why do you want to do that? Why not just turn a
0: blind eye? You know what I mean? Yeah, I it's mean, me. I think... Uh... Well, the the main argument is a level playing field, right? You have to be fair, and that's mm. assuming that a good number of NBA players don't do PDs, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, who's not doing it? Like,
0: I have no idea. I mean, I, Miles Plumley. I don't, I don't think <laughs> it's, it's like who's... I don't think it's like baseball, right? Where baseball, yeah. it's like there is a there is an obvious and significant yeah. uh, uh, advantage to juicing, you know? Right. But I don't know if that's Right. Particularly the case with NBA, maybe right. more in terms of like recovery, right. I guess. Well, that's baseball
1: too. The recovery is what Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: Um So yeah, I don't I don't know how rampant it is, but I feel like yeah, I feel like a good amount of people take PEDs yeah, in the NBA. Sure. Um But yeah, John Collins got popped, which is like a big blow to Atlanta. I I feel like his role is pretty established on that team, so it's He's like, a rising star. So I think once he comes back, he'll, they'll just pop him into the lineup and and it's back to normal yeah. but with uh, DeAndre Ayton it's like Phoenix is playing so well right now um, the emergence of Aaron Baines I mean that guy's like averaging 15 points a game he's like shooting threes now he's you been know? a beast. yeah Yeah. Um, what, what are they gonna do with him when, when they should trade
1: back? him to LA for JaVale McGee
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, James Jones, LeBron's BFF. Exactly hook hook right. it up again, you know. <laughs> Serious. He gifted us Ch- Tyson Chandler last year. Do it again. I was so you know? sick of Javale McGee. Just a to come back on. Yeah, I mean he's he's had a rough go. I feel like so far this year, um, mostly like he kind of looks like he's in the wrong positions all the time. Like Which on the court. has been
1: his mo, like pretty much his whole career. I feel like.
0: Yeah. Um, he's good for like. P- he, he's good for, like, uh, receiving, you know, absolute dimes from LeBron, I guess.
1: <laughs> Being spoon-fed. Yeah, Being he, spoon-fed. he's good for that, you know.
0: Uh, alley of dunks <laughs> and stuff. But, uh... Like, the most gift-wrapped of dimes, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't particularly feel very confident when he's guarding a guy one-on-one. No. Yeah. I... I you know? The crazy thing is that
1: uh, I don't know if I would have noticed how bad Javale McGee was. I mean, I did kind of have an inkling, obviously. We you, you did already know, but it's because you compare him with Dwight Howard, who is like he's one of the greatest defensive players of all time. He's yeah. he's the crazy thing is actually the interesting, funny thing about it is that he's actually got some great instincts to, to pair with. Right, his, he's a very like heady defender. You know, Javale McGee responds to plays versus Dwight Howard, who, you know, he's like well prepared. You know, he he thinks ahead. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's night and day between the two.
0: Well, you know, Dwight Howard has that little mixtape of him like stripping, like opposing like <laughs> yeah. ball handlers, right? Yeah. I don't think you're never gonna see that out of Javale. No. You know? And if you are, the whistle's gonna be called very very soon. <laughs> yeah, right. <after>. Exactly. So <laughs> Yeah. Javale might lead the league in like n ones, like against and ones. yeah yeah. Th- that
1: should be a, th- that should be a stat actually. That would be a
0: hilarious stat actually. Yeah, I mean opposing n ones giving up like I don't think we were totally like against the the re-signing of him though going into the summer. No, but well, we even with his re-signing, we were
1: really hoping that Demarcus Cousins was gonna like we were we we never were hoping to to re-up with this version of JaVale McGee as a starter again. You know what I'm saying? It was always with the hope of him coming off the bench.
0: Yeah, and in a way, he kind of is, like, coming off true, the bench true, now because he's, Dwight Howard's playing the crunch time. Minutes, right, Right. that's true. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I understand Laker fans' frustrations with Here's, him I mean, sure. I'm going to end with this.
1: Like, this is my, this is my, like, secret... Just fantasy right now of okay. how this season's going to play out Demarcus comes back we get Iggy all right mm-hmm. demarcus again i'm not this is not me pipe dreaming Demarcus is not Demarcus, but he's serviceable to the point where Dwight Howard is now the starter, and Demarcus is the backup center and you got Iggy you got kuzma um
0: Caruso. Caruso
1: on that bench. And the bench is short in the playoffs. It's 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 not long, right? And then you got you don't have Troy Daniels and JaVale McGee. Those two guys are buried. Either not on the team anymore or just, just buried deep in the in the bench. KCP. He's also buried. <laughs> He's also buried. And by him, buried as in, like, he's somewhere in someone's backyard. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. They'll no, just read. Damn. But I'm joking. I'm joking. Come on. He's a clutch client, right? But honestly, that is, that would be a, that's my just fantasy scenario right now. I mean, you just, that's a lot of dominoes that need to fall right there, you know? But it's very possible, though. I mean, they're already tabbing DeMarcus with the hope that he'll, he'll be back sometime this season, you know?
0: Now again I'm not I'm that not That in itself would be like I mean I, I wanna say Dwight's resurgence is a bigger surprise. E- oh, absolutely. Right? But that would be up there I feel <laughs> like, in terms of surprises. Yeah,
1: maybe, I don't know. It's but we're not expecting him to come back and play 30 minutes, you know? Yeah. Just yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah,
0: yeah. And would when, be... and, yeah. And when, and regarding Iggy, it's like we have to sweat. We have to sweat out like the trade. Right. trade deadline right
1: but he says that the lakers are his number one you know
0: destination well, according to and i'm gonna put it in air quotes sources yeah sauces they're, they're saying that it's a no it's a no doubter that he want, he's gonna to want to play with the lakers yeah so
1: this pipe dream
0: is 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 possible it's conceivable you know it's basically like um, you have to hit. A, you're, you're trying to hit a parlay right now, basically. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you, if you know, <laughs> parlays are suckers bets. So, uh, you know. When
1: I it's, make that it's, bet, it's, every time ch- I go to Vegas, chance, there's a
0: chance. There's a chance. Yeah. So You're saying there's a chance. That's right. Yeah. So we'll end it with that. Uh, you know, good feelings all around. Lakers are six and one, right? Uh, they got the Miami Heat coming up on Friday. I think they're playing Toronto on Sunday. So really, a couple of yeah, really tough, tough matchups. These good, days. good tests. I think yeah for for this. Uh, and if we season. lose,
1: if we lose one of those, it's, it should not be. Yeah. There's there's no shame in that. It's, these are some good squads. Uh,
0: I think they're both at home though. Yeah. So. Oh, so you're saying it'd be inexcusable if we lose these now? I, I would. I'm expecting them to win both of them. Wow. I okay. I, I was actually expecting them to drop one of these road games, but they didn't do that. Yeah. So, um, you know, with how the, how the bench is playing, I feel like that's kind of raising my level of expectation a little bit more, but we'll see. Um, but we're feeling good right now. Right. I mean, we are feeling good. Can't, you know, I was very bummed out after that opener, but, uh, i'm fully recovered now i'm back back (laughs) on you know i'm back in into feeling good again about this team so um that yeah that's uh that's all we have today um thank you guys for listening you know uh again you can always follow us on twitter at 81 points podcast and if you want to send us any emails with questions or comments telling us how awesome our podcast has has become you know <laughs> um, email us at 81PointsPodcast at gmail.com. So, with that said, uh, we'll both say uh, goodbye for now and uh, be sure to check us again next time. Thank you for tuning into 81 Points. We are a Los Angeles Lakers podcast hosted by me, Chris Lim, and my longtime friend and co host, Chris Lee. If you like what you heard, please hit subscribe and leave a rating or comment we'd love to hear your feedback you can get more episodes of 81 points on itunes google play or wherever you get your podcasts see you next time